Creativity alone just won't cut it. The C Word is a podcast about when creative meets business. You're in a place for designers who want a creative business in which they're valued. Great client relationships, work to be proud of, and the moolah to show for it. All with your sanity and creative mojo intact. Join me, Beck Hughes, your creative business cheer squad, for weekly chats to inspire and spur you into action. Let's challenge the BS, the shoulds, the fads and the FOMO and find what works for you. I asked my Creative Value Incubator clients just recently what they would be doing to grow their business if social media wasn't an option. Imagine that. (laughs) And the resounding answer that we all reached was we would be doing more networking. And the second response was then a collective groan at the thought of doing more networking, which I don't think is an uncommon response. Would you agree? When people think about networking, there's usually like a mildly discernible shudder (laughs) as they think about the business cards they don't have and pressing the flesh, gag that phrase, with the men in open neck shirts because, you know, ties are very 2010s, I'm told. But the unwelcome truth is that as a designer, I think your network is everything. And I'm going to be a bit bold and say it's probably more important than your portfolio. Because it's your network that supports your visibility and your findability. And it's only after you get seen that someone may or may not seek out your portfolio. And visibility is one of the biggest challenges designers have in getting work. Because it's not something maybe that always comes naturally. We do like to hide behind our work, don't we? But if you don't want to be a slave to the algorithm, networking, I promise you, is one of the best ways that you can take back control. So I think networking needs a rebrand. Let's see if we can give it a new lease of life and establish maybe a newfound love for pressing the flesh. What do you think when I say the word networking? Is it that you imagine yourself rocking up to a personality-less back room of a quest hotel or similar, shuffling awkwardly in your business attire that you only bring out for funerals and networking events? Maybe nervously sipping a warm Sauv Blanc and hoping your palms aren't too sweaty to shake all the hands that are jutting out in your direction. It doesn't really sound like a great prospect. I think networking is to most people what showering is to my 10-year-old son. It's necessary, but very unappealing, apparently. But also, can I say, not that bad once you get into it. Because getting him out of the shower is just as hard as getting him in. So in this podcast, I'm not going to give you 10 old school tips for networking, like practice your elevator pitch or have some sizzling conversation starters handy or practice active listening techniques. What I actually want to do is reframe what networking is because it does have a bit of a brand perception issue, I think, and it gets a bit of a bad rap. So it needs an overhaul. That's what I reckon. We've got to shift the perception 
elevate the appeal and amplify the value of networking, which is what any rebrand worth its salt does, I think. So let's assume we've done our research because you can't really start developing any brand strategy before you've done that. And it's probably safe to say the networking brand perception is in the toilet for a particular and very fabulous group of humans. It's not disliked by everyone, but I think the vast majority do find it a little bit cringy. So tick, if only all brand research was that simple. But we know there's a problem. So to the rebrand. Let's start where every brand strategy process should start. And that's laying out the mechanics or the brand information, as I would call it. So we've got to get some of the basics sorted. What we do, how we do it, and who we do it for. And that is essentially product, process, and persona. Because these things can be surprisingly hard to define for some brands. And certainly often they do need a rethink when it comes to a successful rebrand. So let's start there maybe with the easier bit. So firstly, the persona. We've got to understand who this new networking brand is for. Because networking is not very appealing to an important group of people. And that's to creative humans who feel that maybe they're too designy and not businessy enough to fit into a room full of high-flying entrepreneurs. Maybe it feels like a huge effort when their favourite thing to do is sit in their comfies and design gorgeous things for their clients. However, whilst networking is probably less appealing than the limp two-day-old cheese sandwich in the fridge, these people do also feel the pressure of feeding the social media beast to raise their profile because it's a creative drain. It's time-consuming. They get stuck on what to say. These are awesome humans who actually bring masses of value to any conversation because they're told it all the time, even though their creative imposter syndrome maybe refuses to let them believe it. And what they crave is authentic connection, feeling like they don't have to be something or someone they're not, and feeling valued. I think we creatives really do crave that. So that's our who, our persona. This networking brand is for them. They feel awkward about it. They feel like they don't fit into it, but it will have business benefits for them and they're better than they think at this. Okay, so the next P when it comes to the information for your brand is product. And when it comes to product, what is networking? What's the offer? Well, this definitely could benefit from a new definition. Because traditionally, the product is getting people together in a room to meet and find opportunities. But I want to elevate the product. For me, it's about conscious connection, regardless of where it happens. It doesn't have to happen in a windowless room at the back of a Quest hotel. Networking is more than a group of people in a room eating samosas and pitching their business. It can be that, or hopefully a better version of that. However, my advice is to find the way into this product that works for you. There are lots of different styles of community. And you've just got to go to the ball, kiss some frogs and find the one that works for you. So in this rebrand, we want to expand the parameters of the product of networking 
to be any setting where you can make these conscious connections. Now, I'm intentionally doing more flesh pressing (laughs) in the right networking events for me. So I went to a great cocktail party hosted by Ange Henderson recently and Jess's Bell Evolution events live up to their unnetworky network events mantra. And I'll also be going to an event hosted by Jess at Calabasaurus in a few months. So I'm doing more of that face-to-face stuff. However, there are lots of other things I do and you can do too, which still fulfill the new product definition of networking, of conscious connecting anywhere. And this is the key because what's on offer when it comes to networking or the perception of that offer is the biggest shift for me that needs to happen in this rebrand. So I want you to think more expansively about this. Conversations in DMs is networking. Contribution to quality Facebook groups, and I put the emphasis on quality here because there are the crappy ones, but finding great groups with like-minded people and making a genuine contribution to them is networking. Online memberships, where you get to make connections and develop relationships with other business owners. Lunch or coffee with like-minded people. I made a great connection with Liv from OmniX Studio and we had lunch recently and I know we'll continue to do that. And that's a form of networking. I just enjoy connecting with Liv and enjoy talking about business with her, but it's still a form of networking. Group coaching. Yes, it's a learning environment, but it's also an opportunity to network. And then there are events, things like the design conference or book launches. Going to those events is a way of networking, but it's maybe an event with a very specific purpose that might take the pressure off you. So think about lots of ways from behind your phone in the DMs on Instagram through to more casual catch-ups like coffees. So that for me is redefining the product of what networking is. If you see it beyond a group of very uncomfortable feeling people crammed in a room together and think of all the other ways that you can make conscious connections with people, I think it changes the game. And then there's the third P, there's the process. How does this new version of networking work? What sets it apart in its delivery? And for me, there are a few things that I suppose typify this new experience of networking. So firstly, it's person to person rather than in person. It doesn't have to be in a physical place. It's just two people connecting. It's one-on-one, not mass. And that's regardless of whether you're with 100 people or one. Treating each conversation, each connection with intent and not standing there thinking about how you can get to a better conversation with a more high-profile or glamorous person is very important. Seek out connections for what they are, not because you want to schmooze with the best business influencers on Instagram. It's about being curious and authentic, not about having an agenda. And I mentioned Ange Henderson's event that I went to. And at the start of that event, she said that someone had contacted her and asked her, well, what am I going to get out of your event? And her response was, if you come wanting to get something out of this for yourself, you're here for the wrong reasons. Come with an open mind, come looking to make genuine connections, come looking to give something and add value, and you will get much more out of it. So let go of your agenda. 
It's about being you, not being the business version of you. You don't have to be businessy. You don't have to think I'm not businessy enough. You don't have to dress in a certain way. Just like in any brand touch point, it's really important to be you because you want people's experience of you. If they then do come to engage with you in a work capacity, to be consistent. Don't You don't have to put on a front because you're in inverted commas networking. It's anywhere a connection can be made. Location isn't important. Like I said, it can be online, it can be DMs, it can be in a Zoom, it can be in a Facebook group. And it's small, every day and still meaningful. Not once in a blue moon, big effort stuff where you've got to go and get your hair done and buy a new outfit. And finally, it's giving, not taking, like I said. So that's what I think sets this version of networking apart. Maybe frames it slightly differently, makes it a little bit more appealing, I hope. So we've done the first three Ps, the persona, the product and the process. So this is the information that we need to get clear in our rebrand. How are we going to talk about it? That's what we want to tell people about how this new version of networking works. But any good rebrand, and I've done a few, also gets under the skin of the why, the brand impact. So when I work on a brand strategy with a client, we articulate the three P's to define impact and create desire. What does it do for me to get me closer to what I want, to what I desire? And those three things that we define here is the purpose, why you exist, personal reward, the meaningful impact or the aspirational benefits that your audience get from your brand, and then the pivot, the transformation you create for someone or the transformation they will experience when they are fully invested in this brand. Because that's important. It is a two-way street. There's never a silver bullet, is there? So the purpose of networking isn't to fill your pipeline. Controversially, some people might start frowning. I might get the raised eyebrow committee at my door for saying that. It's not to make you a booked out or in-demand designer, which are phrases I hear all the time, because being booked out isn't the same as intentional growth. And that, for me, is the real purpose of networking. You could be booked out, back-to-back with crappy clients that you don't want to work for, that you end up over-delivering and overworking and not charging enough. We don't just want booked out and in demand. We want intentional growth. We want growth with the right work and the right people in the right circumstances. So intentional growth is about creating the circumstances for the growth that you actually want by allowing you to build considered relationships with people of your choosing who align to your values who you enjoy being around because that's an important part of business and who understand why you exist so the purpose of networking or conscious connecting because I think we're renaming it too is to cultivate growth in which you have choice and control not growth that happens to you but intentional growth that you are in control of and serves you. Because rather than filling your pipeline with all and any work, you're making intentional human connections, which in turn bring aligned work. If you connect with people you don't like and who don't get you and who don't understand what you do, 
then of course you're not going to get the work that you want. But if you seek out people who get you and value what you do, then chances are they are going to be the conduit of getting that great work to you too. They're going to send the right kind of referrals. They're going to talk about you in the right way, the way you want to be spoken about. Then there's personal reward. What benefits do you, as the client, as the audience of networking, get? Well, you get the intentional growth. We've talked about that. But what sits underneath that? What are some of the more specific benefits that you get? Well, there's well-being. It feels good to get out and connect. And it takes the pressure off the content hustle too. Because you're giving your time to other marketing activities outside of that social media content hustle. Secondly, there's learning. I know, not the first thing that springs to mind when you think of networking, but when you approach networking with an open mind, then you'll also learn from others. You'll have great conversations that you can take away and think about how they might impact or benefit your business. There's inspiration. So whilst learning from others, you might also be inspired by others. So a little weird story maybe is that I was at a networking event and we spoke about a recent piece of content or a book that we might have read or an article that we might have read that might benefit the group. And I talked about Atomic Habits because it's probably one of the very few self-help books that I've actually got something out of. And I mentioned that I had stopped biting my nails, chewing my nails, which is like a 40-year habit as a direct result of reading that book. And then someone messaged me afterwards going, oh my goodness, I've been trying to stop biting my nails for 30 years. How did you do it? There was that inspiration of they wanted to know, okay, for now I feel this is possible for me. I believe that I could break this habit too. I know it's not a business thing, but this idea of inspiring others, I think is an important one and being inspired by others. And then there's expansion. So tapping into other people's communities. So making great connections, but then connecting with all of the people that they know. So the personal rewards out of networking go way beyond just that intentional growth. There's the well-being, the learning, the inspiration and the expansion of your reach and your network, which is not isolated to the people that you meet. And then finally, when it comes to the impact of this new brand, this new version of networking, we need to define the pivot. What transformation will you experience in your business from embracing this newly branded thing called networking or called conscious connecting? That's the pivot that comes from intentional growth, which in short is being someone who has taken control to create a sustainable business. You are in control of creating a business that you love, that works for you, that delivers on everything you want it to be. The business is not just happening to you and you're scratching your head wondering why it's not what you want it to be. You're not a slave to the algorithm, but someone who has a good quality, a powerful referral network that creates exceptional quality design work, who is visible and valuable, someone who sees a return for their efforts particularly their marketing efforts, and someone who has an impact on other people's businesses. So that's the pivot. You've gone from being someone who is controlled by the algorithm, not able to create the sustainable business on their terms, to someone who is doing exactly that. Now, it's a big claim for networking, but I'm just going to put myself out there and say I think it's a valid one. 
So the rebrand of networking is complete. We did it in like 20 minutes. That's got to be the quickest rebrand there ever was. Importantly, it's no longer called networking. It's called conscious connecting. Making mindful, intentional connections with the right people, regardless of where it happens. Could be in a room, could be online, could be in a Facebook group, could be in the DMs, could be over coffee, could be over lunch. And there are so many benefits to it that go beyond just the intentional growth into your well-being and how much you learn and how inspired you feel and how expansive your business is. So are you convinced? Have you bought into this rebrand? Or is my career as a brand consultant on the line here? (laughs) And most importantly, are you going to look for opportunities to make it part of your marketing effort? If you do it now... Okay, maybe you do in that once in a blue moon, got to go and get a new outfit way. So what are some of the other ways you can do it? If you absolutely hate the thought of it, and it seems like too much of an effort to get in the car and drive 30 minutes after 6pm to go and meet people, rethink it, rethink what that might do for you and what the benefits really might be beyond what the hurdles might seem to be. So I just really want you to have a think about it because what I know is we are, and I include myself in this, becoming so overwhelmed by the content hustle, by the need to be on social media, by that being one of the sole ways that we think we can get visible and be valued. But actually, I want to take a deep dive into some of the other ways that we can fuel that. And one of the big ones is networking. So let me know, let me know what you think. Perhaps today, go and find an event near you that you can sign yourself up for. Maybe ask a biz friend, shall we go to this event together? Or maybe just get in DMs and message someone that you really want to make a connection with and ask them if they want to go for a coffee. Do something today that makes a conscious connection with someone else. So as always, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the C-Word podcast. I would love to know what you think. I would love you to share. I would love you to leave me a review if you got some value from this podcast. Have an amazing day. Enjoy the rest of your week, my lovely. And I cannot wait to chat to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word podcast. If you'd like to know more about me and how we can work together, head on over to my website at beckhughes.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at beckhughesbranding. And if you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Penguin Music on Pixabay.